personal brand photo of a story about who you are, educational tip, so you're the expert in your industry or your field, and a result tip. I tell people that's your plan for the first two months because if you can consistently do that, it's going to start to build something. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker, and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights, and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hey, Gavin here. You love the audio format because you listen to podcasts. I'm a massive fan of learning through audio courses and books. What I particularly like about Knowable is that courses are short form, like a podcast, and expert-led, like an audiobook, with courses on leadership from the commander of the International Space Station and on startups from the co-founder of Reddit. Grab yourself 20% off with coupon code GAVIN, in capital letters, G-A-V-I-N, which brings the price down to just over $3 a month. It's a no-brainer. Download the Knowable app or visit knowable.fyi. Use code GAVIN to get 20% off. Hey, Gavin here. Hope you're doing well. We jump over the pond to a cloudy LA today. We're going to talk to JJ. His Instagram is JJ Live. He's got 50 million views on his YouTube channel when he was a performing magician. And um, he's an international speaker, entrepreneur, and he helps other business owners get influence and attention online. And he drops a lot of value. So you can like this, you know, he shares his advice on three pieces of content you should be putting out every week. And um, also about the importance of attention and a great quote, you know, give them no reason to doubt you. Give them no reason to doubt them. So JJ of aceofspadesagency.co is our guest. We'll dive straight into a conversation. Hey, Gavin here. Welcome back to the Business Mastermind Podcast. I was speaking with Jay today. Uh, JJ is an international speaker. He has just a few views on his YouTube channel. Get this, 50 million views on his YouTube channel. And now in 2021, he helps uh, entrepreneurs, businesses get influence and attention uh, on social media, helps them uh, improve their performance from a sales perspective. Jay, welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast. What's up, Gavin? It is great to be here. And Gavin, let me tell you something. We're not just going to give people energy, enthusiasm, excitement. We're going to give people tangible stuff, Gavin. Everyone That's what we want. Tangible, actionable uh, activities or, or things you can go away and do, put into practice in your business and get the bottom line result in your business. So 50 million right. views on YouTube. Um, tell us a story about how that worked and, and, and the kind of some of the strategies that you use to drive that kind of viewer numbers up. Yeah, well, 2009, you know, I first started my career as a magician. That's right, a magician. So you know, I was, I was the, the, the kid at five years old who wanted to study magic tricks a little bit more than the next kid, right? Amazing. 2009, I worked with one of my coaches and he said, you know, Jay, have you ever thought of using YouTube to leverage your art and put that online and obviously hopefully get more opportunities and more events? I said, no. And he said, well, instead of just putting your videos online and getting attention, why don't you teach people something online? Because that's going to get more reach. That's going to get more viral, more abilities to share your content. So I said to him, okay, what do you think? And he goes, well, everyone wants to learn a magic trick. It's, it's very a viral. It's, it's a good shareable piece of content. So I started sure. teaching magic tricks on YouTube. And I did you know, anywhere from two to four videos a week 
for right. six months straight, yeah. right? And that's how I built a YouTube channel and a following to 50 million views, 180 countries to see my videos with 500 videos. And that really, I learned how to leverage, Gavin, the power of the internet to get opportunities, clients, and cash flow. Wow. And how long did it take for you to start monetizing that YouTube channel? After the first year. Yeah, after the first year, you know. But like, you know, you got to remember back in the day as well, it was really just YouTube. That, yeah, we had MySpace and then there was some video streaming sites. But what I did is I really put all my eggs onto YouTube and went, I've got to figure this out. I've got to like do collaborations with other with other creators. I've got to go to the, the conferences. Like I really was like, okay, this is what I know. This is what I'm doing. How can I get further traction? And, and I figured out and, you know, we made it happen. Great. And to this day, do you still add content to that channel? No, I didn't know. That was a chapter of my life. It's done now. You know what I mean? I, you know, the good thing, 57 million views doesn't disappear. And when you start putting out those numbers, especially in today's world, people tend to Google you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when they do and they realize that's the truth, you have a lot of not only credibility in, but you also can, you know, get on bigger stages and, you know, yeah. get on get on podcasts like Gavin's and, and share your message and story. Yeah, yeah. And and even to this day, does it still get views now and it still yes, provides monetization it, for you? Yeah, it does. Not very much though. You know, a lot yeah. of people now they, they ask me like, you know, you you must be killing it on YouTube. I said, no, it's changed a lot now. Every year YouTube would go or Google would go to the advertising and say, What do you guys want? Mm. Right? Because the main way they make money is advertising. So they would say, well, we want now not views, we want engaged audiences. Now we want engaged audiences in different niches. So for creators, for people creating content on YouTube or, or creating creating content for monetization, it's very hard, hard. You know, you do all this kind of content knowing that this would be more likely to get viewership, which would give you more revenue, but it would change when when Google would send you an email every four months. All right, everybody, we're changing some things. You're like, oh, dude, you know? But I also leveraged it to be able to get into doors, to be able to book more events. So when I put a proposal out, one guy's like, I'm amazing. I would be like, I got 4 million views. They're like, we're choosing that guy. And that's when I understood the power of influence to leverage that into the day of today's business. Great, because it gives you immediate credibility in terms of, yeah, social media, but also credibility in terms of who you are as a, as a contributor, as a creator. Right. Yeah, great. So- how do you now use how do, how if you were to give some practical tips now where people are using social media and they're not using it well, what are some of the things that you find are consistent mistakes? Because everybody knows in business they need to produce content and they need to do that consistently. And there's a gazillion different platforms to do it, and each one wants it all in different ways. So, you know, what are your sort of first go-to sort of top tips for people trying to creates leverage from social media yeah well i think you, you mentioned it before a lot of people don't aren't even consistent that's the first thing they do it yeah. they shoot a bit of content right oh well i did 16 pieces of content yeah well hang on you can, guys you know you gotta remember like i was doing three videos a week for seven years straight now i'm not asking you to do the same thing but a lot of people they do a couple of months of content they don't get any traction and they go well it's not working for me so one of the big things I do, I always ask the client, like, what, what's our outcome here? You know, what's our result here? Most clients obviously want attention for revenue, when yeah. I, when, especially when we get it, get them honest. So you have to ask yourself, okay, well, you got to remember as well, like 
when you're creating the content, you just talking to the camera is one thing, right? But is there anything that we can create that's going to get more people to be interested in your product or in your service, right? And the other question you have to ask yourself is, okay, the content that I'm going to put out, am I willing to really figure this out properly? Like, am I willing to like do interviews with other people? Am I willing to create specific content like reels on Instagram or things for TikTok to really get traction? So I know I'm giving a lot of information to people, but what you do have to understand is, okay, if I'm going to do this content on the internet, Am I really going to put a lot of energy and effort into it? You know, otherwise just leverage it there just to have and refer people to, you know, and I think Gavin, that that's, you know, coming back to it, it's always about what is the result? What do you want from it? You know, views and, and revenue are different things, you know? So you, you mentioned just in, in that description that, you could do things that are going to make that content stand out rather than, for example, that stand out in relation to your product or your service rather than delivering to ca- just delivering to camera. So can you give me an example of how somebody you've worked with, they've taken their content on social, but they've taken it up several gears and they've got a, a really good results as, as, as a result of doing that? Yeah, so we, we work with this chiropractor, right? A lot of our clients now, we, we tend to work with sort of higher net, you know, personal brands right? So guys who really want to go speak, write a book, you know, do everything, right? They want to be a superstar in their own realm or companies. And we tend to work with a lot of professional companies like lawyers, real estate, chiropractors, accountants. And for example, one guy who's a chiropractor and why I said to him, why don't you start doing videos of you cracking people's necks? That will be fun, right? <laughs> it's great, you know? Right. Because, because, and when he came to me, and he said, I said, what's your outcome? And he goes, look, I, I want to be known, right? I want my business to be known. And I want people to see chiropractic as not a, you know, an older person thing. And I want young people to understand how the power and importance of that. And I said, okay, I think I said, start with cracking people's necks. And then we'll, yeah, cool. sound, and we'll put a mic right near your shirt. Oh, it's good to sound. You get the audio there. Yeah. Put a mic oh, right that next. Great. That was great. And because it's quick. It's, 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 it's people driven. So people yeah. like to see other people. And yeah. then obviously we would milk the point of it's people's first time. So we were leveraging, you know, people are scared. They don't know, but you get this idea of them, him doing crap. It was great, you know, and that was his thing that, well, that's all he would do. We tried other things, you know, so there was that strategy, but I want to give moves, right? Not everybody's a chiropractor listening to this. You might be an accountant, right? Let's let's come with something with something. Well, what does an accountant do? You know what I mean? Like, how is he going to get that viral hit? You got to remember as well. What are like topics or things that are so simple to understand? Like, what is the first five common things you get as an accountant, right? What makes you stand out? You're just sitting there looking at the video. No, they're not going to care. Is there anything else could you do? Could you do a video with like? flipping money up in the air or something like that. I don't know, but you got to remember you're not an accountant now. Now you are a person trying to get attention in the marketplace. So it's like, as Gary Vee says, attention is the new currency. Mm -hmm. Once you have the attention, how do you keep it? And what are you selling behind that? So that's the, that's the, the reality behind this Gavin these days, you know? 
So give me a, I love that example of the, uh, the, the chiropractor cracking the necks. So or the, give me an example of, of other people you've worked with, of catchy ideas you've come up with for their content. Yeah, yeah. We have a, we have a wholesale like a real estate guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we, we get, I tell him like, you know what? Like when I think of real estate, I think of like flipping houses and, you know, properties, but money. I said, why don't you just like, and he used to, he likes wearing colorful suits. So I'm like, okay, you're already the colorful suit. If you're going to do that, let's, let's milk it more. Let, let's go big. So I get him to do the money guns. So you, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, he would start his videos. He's like, yo, what's up? It's Justin. You know what I mean? With the money guns kind of thing. And once again, like, and he would like talk about a property out of property. So, you know, it would be whatever's going to get, you got to have that thing. Oh, you're the suit guy with the money thing. Okay. Oh yeah. He does real estate. You know, now I'm not saying this is going to sell you the $5 million house, but I am saying if you consistently do that, right. And you're helpful as well with your people. So you have their attention, right. They're going to be more likely to ask you questions because you're the expert. Right. So then build that tribe. Right. And then, and then leverage it from there, you know? So I think Gavin as well, you know, one of the things that blocks people sometimes with clients that I work with is they go, well, Jay, I don't want to be you or I don't want to be these guys. I don't want to be a crazy personality. And I get that. But Gavin, most people can't consistently do quality content for three months. You'd be surprised, you know, they just put anything out. Right. And it's like, there is a strategy behind it, the content that you need to do. You're a creative guy. You grew up performing. You right. know how to grab attention. Right. Um, what about an accountant or um, somebody who's the MD of a, 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 I don't know, they're selling stuff on Amazon, whatever. Um, how, how, what's the strategy? How can you help them to more consistently, A, produce content, but produce quality content? Yeah, great question. So the, 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 here's the rule of three for the week. I tell people all the time. Let's let's start by doing three pieces of content a week. First piece of content you want to do, right, is you want to do a educational expert tip of what you do and who you are, right? So for example, let's say you're a lawyer, right, a lawyer client. I would say one piece of content a week, expert tip. It could be a video. It could be a piece, an article. It could be something you've written. Like what are the five common things about a lawyer, Start simple. This is content. It's evergreen, right? Second thing you want to do is results. Show people that you know how to get results. A screenshot, a testimonial, a, a video testimonial, right? It's very powerful. Like, you know, real estate, go and show that you're selling a house. So testimonial. And the last thing you want to do is your personal brand, right? So you want to have a photo of you leveraging the same message. So it could be you when you first started your career as a lawyer. You know, hey guys, 1992, first worked for this guy. He was an idiot, but I learned this. Like people want to get to know you, right? But you always leverage back that messaging. That's really important. So personal brand photo of a story about who you are, educational tip. So you're the expert in your industry or your field and a result tip. I tell people that's your plan for the first two months. Because if you can consistently do that, it's going to start to build something. And then does that change over time? Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, my, my job every couple of months, we look at the client's work and I also have to know like, okay, what's working, what isn't working, what can you obviously, you know, consistently do. And then like anything, Gavin, they still have to leverage that somehow. They can't Mm. just put it out there and do nothing about it. Hey, Gavin here. You love the audio format because you listen to podcasts. 
I'm a massive fan of learning through audio courses and books. What I particularly like about Knowable is that courses are short form, like a podcast, and expert led, like an audiobook, with courses on leadership from the commander of the International Space Station and on startups from the co founder of Reddit. Grab yourself 20% off with coupon code GAVIN in capital letters G A V I N, which brings the price down to just over $3 a month. It's a no brainer. Download the Knowable app or visit knowable.fyi. Use code GAVIN to get 20% off. So what do you recommend on the leverage side? So it depends on how big they want to go, Gavin. It depends on how big. I, I try to all clients, say, listen, if you're going to work with me, we, we can't have any, I don't want to do that. So I tell people like, okay, now let's, when we start having content and value, let's put you on podcasts, like Gavin's podcast, let's get you on Clubhouse. Let's yeah. get you on stage. Because speaking is the number one way to build authority, you know? I, I always tell this to people, Gavin, too. Like, like I have an agency where we get, people influence and authority i you know and i'd say this i live in la i can be a plastic surgeon i can make you pretty i can get the boob job the nose job the the botox but listen if you have no content or character good luck to you you know so i said let's build who you are let's get this con- information from here and put it on the internet use my team to articulate it right let, let me blow it up and let's let you leverage that when you go into a podcast or or speaking, or showing your clients. Back to your point there on leveraging. So they produce those three uh, three pieces of content, you know, an expert tip, um, a, a testimonial result, and then a personal brand photo. Do you repurpose or do you put that across m- many different channels? Yeah, I, I tell people too, one of the things we do is I tell people, I don't, I totally get where you're at business-wise. This isn't, you're not trying to be a, a personality or entertainer leverage it so time wise is really important for all of us right so i said for the first thing put everything on linkedin facebook and instagram mm-hmm. see what gets traction first you know right, okay yeah yeah so we do that first and we see what gets movement just you know the gavin the one big thing people don't forget people forget is just your own most most clients of mine already have some kind of small list even if it's their only circle of friends you would be surprised at when they start putting content out consistently Someone will say to them, this happens all the time. Oh, I wish I knew that you did that three months ago. You know, I wish you didn't tell me you did real estate. Oh my gosh. My cousin just sold the house, you know? Yeah. And they only saw that is because of the simple videos they posted twice. And I'm like, well, if that's happening after two times, what would happen after 50 times? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. And that, that consistency is, is, is massive. You know, uh, when I, the, when I started doing a podcast, the one piece of advice I got from the mentor on podcasting was that word consistent. You've got to be consistent. If you say you're going to do one show a week, you do one show a week. If it's going to be two, you do shoot two, but you are consistent. And that's what, uh, that's, that's the one area of my content creation that I've been super consistent with um, is to ensure that I've got, you know, those shows going out on time on the same day every week. Yeah, next week actually. Well, at the point of recording this, the next, um, it, so we're now uh, beginning of February when we're recording this. This, um, but so next week, uh, the second week of February, we will hit our publish our two hundredth episode. So let so let me ask you this now. So when did you find that there was leverage or traction after how many episodes in? Oh, it was probably um, probably past fifty. Okay, there you go. 50, yeah. one, one a week? Were you shooting one a week or you did 50 in 
Like, no, I started off for the first two or three months, I was doing one a week. And then I think after about three or four months, I, I upped it to two a week. But um, yeah. And then what are the other things that other things that have got me with traction is like this time sort of last year when we were, well, early April, when we first went into lockdown in the UK, I did a COVID survival guide mini series. And when I, I put together, uh, that was like seven episodes that went out or eight episodes that went out in eight days. And I've done a couple of little mini series like that with extra content frequency. And that's also helped boost tractions when it's been quite topical. Yeah, but good on you, man. Look, you did 50 episodes before you got traction. Like that alone is the truth. You know, and, and that's and the reason I ask you this because it's good for me to hear and remind me, right? Of and to remind my clients, like it's gonna take time. Yeah, you know, we we all want to be the billionaires. We all want to, but no one wants to like give me. I remember Gary Vee said this once. He was, you know, you know, I like how straight he is sometimes. You know, some some young dude came and not a kid, but young dude, maybe twenty five year old came up to him. He goes, "I'm trying to Gary. I'm trying to sell my. I'm, I'm a shoe guy. I'm trying to sell my shoes." And Gary's like, okay. And he goes, it's not working. And Gary goes, how long have you been doing it for? And the guy goes, oh, three months. He's like, get the out of here. <laughs> he yeah. just said, get the, hey, just get out. Like, just like, don't even talk. And it and, and reminded me because for someone like me, you know, I'll hit a couple of walls and I'm like, man, why, why are these clients coming through? Like, I'm really good. I'm like, I've been doing it for like, come on, Jay. You know what I mean? Like, how about just put your head down, put your head up after three years, then let's reevaluate, you know? So you mentioned in passing before Clubhouse, okay? That's that's really blown up over the, yeah. over the month of January in the UK. And I think it would started a bit a bit ahead of that, you know, in December in the US. That can be a very noisy platform, particularly with people that in your space, helping people to engage audiences over social media. There's a lot of people, there's a ton of people on there all doing what they would argue would be similar to you. So right. to me, this is a great case studies. How are you finding um, the ability to, how, how are you getting tr- uh, attention and cut through right. in a noisy platform? Yeah, yeah, great question. And, and you know, we can leverage this for sales too, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid to say there. this, what I do, a lot of people can can replicate, you know, a lot of people can do. For me personally, I know what I'm powerful at and that's speaking. When you when you put five speakers on a stage, I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to get them. Right? That's yeah, yeah. going to be for 15 years. Yeah, so yeah. this, the great thing for Clubhouse for me, Gavin, anyone is listening right now, hopefully it's still around. Right? <laughs> yeah, when it's published. Yeah. So you never know, right? But for me, captivating people's attention on stages for three to 500 people once a week, at least corporate events, that was normal for me. Yeah. So for me, the way I go into these Clubhouse rooms is that I'm not speaking at a conference. Great. So when I get two minutes, yo, you better, I know I'm getting them, you know? Then I make sure from a sales point of view, Everything is nicely laid out in my profile to make it very easy for people to engage with me, right? I'm just trying to get them to come to the door. Then I'll let them open and then hopefully qualify them. And if obviously they're right fit, move them on. But it's it's in stages. So Gavin, to your question, I have to get on the right rooms. So if anyone's listening right now and Clubhouse is still going, go to some smaller rooms. Obviously, everyone's got their D, uh, the Instagram right? You can connect with them, ask a question and be honest about it. Ask a question, right? And if, and usually people will check out your profile. Hopefully you've done something pretty cool in your life to be able to get some attention from your own world, right? Then you'll hit them on the DM. You send the, send them, Hey, you know, Gavin, great to, great to connect with you on clubhouse. 
you know, uh, tell me more about your business. Well, I actually like this. Be, be authentic. That's going to get them to engage. And then obviously, you know, that's a strategy there. And you've got to put the time into it too. But the faster you do that and then get the ability to speak, on, once you speak and you go to room, you'll definitely get big DMs. Yeah. Um, so that sort of links us, segues us through to talking about sales and selling in 2021. So what are the changing strategies that you see now? What's working? How, how people need to be taking people from showing up with content on social right. to having a, um, an engaging sales conversation? So it definitely helps if you're giving copious amounts of help for free, right? That, that, that whole world, you know, it's a very thrown away world word now value. But I definitely have found that if you show up consistently and, and give moves, like give people some moves, it, it, it definitely helps a lot in the enrollment stage. It also builds trust faster. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? So now people, when they want to get to know you, they can look at you. Right. And then when you do ask them that question of, hey, let's swipe up and jump on a call or, you know, you do qualify them a little bit. It, it is a lot easier to move them to the sale, in my opinion. You know, the other thing people have to realize as well is people have choices now a lot more easier than they probably did 10 years ago. Right. And look, you know, I'm 32, but I remember when I was 22 and, you know, when I was searching for anything online, it was more it was more challenging to find like copious amounts of people right gavin I'm yeah sure, yeah, sure. yeah. Right? now that's also a bad thing too because everyone claims they're an expert and everyone can fake it you know they can fake the marketing a little bit you know make himself look bigger than it is but i i really believe in my opinion from my business what i do the the, the more authentic content or or just like down to earth energy that you bring towards your your social people can feel it you know what i mean they know you know and I'm not saying this is the way that you're going to enroll a million people and make that million bucks, but I'm just saying what's worked for me is the more I can come on camera, the more I can actually share moves. And you start to attract and detract the other people that I'm interested. Does that help? I don't know. Does yeah, yeah. So social media, social media is a very fast-moving space. Digital marketing strategies changing all the time. Right. We just use the example Clubhouse didn't exist two months ago. So at the, at the point of recording, how do you keep yourself up to date? That's a good question. I, I definitely am around the spaces that people are like, I'm never really the trendsetter, but I want to be, I want to know what's up. You know, for example, when someone was talking to me about Clubhouse, I downloaded it, but I waited a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, but then when, when there was noise from some people in my space that were moving quick, I'm like, okay, I spoke to them. Obviously, I had the con relationship. I was like, great, get me on a stage. Like, let's do something. So I definitely, and it's really good you asked me this question because now with a brand new place for people to connect with, I have seen the leverage of getting on something new, right? But I also have seen a leverage of you've got to still like be careful of that, not wasting your time too. You know? That's a biggie. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I had to, I, like last week I was on there twice and I said, okay, no more until I'm, at, I'm up to date. You know, I've got clients that are paying me retainers a month. They, they take preference. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, before, you know, because it's easy. It's that shiny, oh, yeah, it's yeah. fun. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. You can jump on, you speak. It, it's, you know, it's an interesting time, but you, you do have to learn how to leverage it correctly and, and also, like, not lose focus of the goal, you know, the target. 
So back to the point around selling then. So what what, what are you seeing is changing in the journey? Mm-hmm. You said you lead with value. You give a lot of stuff away for free. That helps. That helps with the kind of um, initial stage of the sales conversation. Right. Um, what else are you seeing that's working or indeed changing, evolving in the way that selling is done today? You know, and I'm, I'm curious to ask your opinion on this as well, because I have these conversations with my sales staff all the time. I, for us, what works really well, that personable aspect, really, really personal. We make like one move we do is we do a lot of personal video proposals, like Loom videos. Do you guys, do you guys know what Loom? If you don't know what Loom yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what we find is, for me, the way I process it, it's not as much about the sale. It's more about how they get their attention first. Yeah. How do I get in front of them first, right? That's like the hardest thing ever. So I find that because, because Gavin, as you know, every day, pound, message, message, buy this, try this. You're not doing it right. Do AdWords. Don't do AdWords. You shouldn't be selling. You shouldn't be doing content. It's all about direct mail, <laughs> you know? Yes. So, yeah. so what, what I find that what I find is that that really personable aspect, right? That really can get the attention of them earlier, right? To, to go, okay, you know what? Like these guys are putting a lot of bit, a bit more effort, you know what I mean? And, and for, for us, and I'm trying to give everybody a move right now. Like for us, that works really, really well. Sometimes having to spend a little bit more time to find a client, you know, and put that energy in is, is a lot more beneficial in the long run than, than trying to, you know, running an ad campaign, funneling through the, funneling them through the system, you know, and then sort of getting on a call. I, you know, I'm just thinking now, one thing that works well for us is a VSL. So we a have- video sales letter. Yeah, and the reason why, and you know, I, I'm the first person to say, Gavin, I've got a big ego. I want to close everybody. It's just, come on, bring it. That's not the system now. You know what I mean? It's, it's that like, hang on, who are the people that I'm really trying to target? Who are those people? Where do those hang out? Classic, and you know this, Gavin, being in business for a while. What you know? How do I get their attention? And then how do I talk to them? You know, so we, I find for me, I, I send them to a video sales letter, which really helps me gets across who I'm looking for, who I'm not looking for. And it makes it so much nicer when you get on the phone with someone because you know you don't really have to convince them. It's more about whether you have a connection and whether yeah. you have a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, so, uh, I've also seen success, had success with, uh, yeah, Loom proposals, so video kind of uh, proposals uh, to, to clients. And um, uh, video WhatsApp messages, keeping in touch with customers and past clients of that, you know, just, um, just reaching out to them and saying, hi, thinking about you, how, how was your Christmas? How was your new year? What are your plans for 2021? And, you know, the number of people that came back to me said, oh, thank you for taking the time just to record me a little video message and send it to me on WhatsApp. Yeah, you know what, like one, one move that people can do right now, like, you know, you could look at your top 20 clients, right, or top 20 buyers, like it takes, you know, how long does it take to create a quick video for them, like, you know, and literally you can send them to them direct straight on Instagram or straight through Facebook, like, hey, John, just wanted to check in, you know, as you said, you know, hey, I've got, I've got a couple of ideas for you that's going to help you, do you have a couple of minutes for me, that alone, they'll be like, yeah. Right, like get them enough just to get get their attention. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you know, but 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 you know, the thing is, Gavin, no one does it. Like yeah. you know, guys, anyone listening right now, do voice memos on Instagram. No one uses the voice feature. You'd be surprised at how much you can convey tone. Like, then it just takes two seconds. You know. Yeah. 
yeah oh so so much yeah in actual fact when people i've engaged uh within their services when they've either left, left me a, a video or a voicemail a voice memo whether it be instagram uh, messenger facebook messenger or whatsapp you know it, it's all part of building that rapport and that connection because it's more human than just obviously the text exactly and i think the the move here too gavin as well is be okay with doing it constantly be okay, be okay with, it's not going to just be the one thing that's going to enroll someone. But like, if everybody's sending the, if everybody's doing the email, right, could you, how can you give a video proposal on that? How can you come from this angle as well? Like give them no reason to doubt you. That's another thing as well, right? And that's why that consistency of messaging is really important, you know? And then, you know, and guys, everybody listening right now, I totally get it as well. Your time is your most important thing. Either, Get a team, find a VA, schedule something in, but having the ability to have touch points with people so they can know who you are and what you do and how you can help them is really crucial. Yeah, love that. And so if anybody wants to find out more about you, JJ, what you're doing, what you and your team can do for them, most importantly, how do they do that? Yeah, just you can go check me out on Instagram. That's the fastest way to know who I am and you know what I do, at JJ Live, J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E. Or check it out, agency, Ace of Spades Agency. How it sounds, Ace of Spades Agency.co.co. Ace of Spades Agency.co or JJ Live on Instagram. Right, absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, JJ. No, thanks, Gavin. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms, enjoy more success, and create more impact.